You're recording with the right mic? Yeah, I'm recording now. Okay. So, welcome. <laughs> We're starting over because I was a douchebag and forgot to click a setting. So, is it uh, the original? He was a suckwad, wasn't he? I was suckwad. He was being a suckwad. Well, we skipped that whole suckwad part, so nobody got to hear that. Well, it's still there. Maybe we'll just leave it in and everybody can listen to the muffledness of recording on a microphone that's 20 feet let's, away let's not from do most that. people. We're not, nobody wants, nobody no, wants to do that. I don't even want to do that. It's a really bad outtake. We'll put it on there like in the future. Right. We'll one of our lost, someday when we're famous. One of our lost episodes. Maybe we'll bring part of one of those back. All right. Anyways, episode 25. 25. Of the Lex Podcast. 25. I'm your host, J-Bo, joined with Pete, Yo, Danan, Adventure! At least somebody got it right this time, and Ken. Woo! <laughs> Dude, so Ric Flair's birthday was not this <laughs> so week. So now we're talking about Ric Flair? I want to pick Ric Flair. It was the week before, right? And uh, so they had him on the show on Monday, and uh, they had another guy come out and beat the shit out of him. Yeah. First birthday. Happy <laughs> First birthday, birthday, Ric Flair! Birthday. Yeah. Well, he got to be on the show, though, at least, you know? So... Ric Flair is such a dick. Yeah. He's not a dick. Ric Flair's awesome. I mean... He plays a dick. No, no, no. In real life, he's a huge dick. What are you talking about? You ever met him? No, but I hear stories. You hear stories? (laughs) He wants wants Ric Flair to come on the podcast and fight him. Yeah, I'll fight Ric Flair. Let's do it. Uh, Pete, we hear stories about you, too, you know. And they're great. No, they're not. They're so awesome. That's what you think. Everything is awesome. Did you steal like a movie too yet? No. No? Are you going to? Yes. Right on. Captain Marvel comes out this weekend. Yes. Pete's not excited because he hates everything. I saw this one. No. I know it's about yeah. Pete. Especially women. Pete, right. Pete hates everything. It's not true. Now, I don't I don't go to the opening nights. I don't go to the opening weekend. Um, I feel like there's way too many people and they they're stinky. Now they're stinky. Now, yeah. no, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna support Pete here, because under normal circumstances, I don't do that either. Thank you. Now we go over to Celebration Cinema in Lansing for Marvel movies, and the reason we like to do that is for a couple of reasons. Number one, they have reserved seating, so you pick your seats. You're guaranteed Ooh. those seats when you buy online in the IMAX, and they're very spacious, so you don't feel crowded in a full theater. You don't feel crowded. Oh. Okay. Um, so that really makes a difference. Plus, they have you know like food and stuff, uh, like like real food. Um, so that's that's the only, that, that's the great exception. Otherwise, I I wait till at least the second week, maybe the five dollar movie night after the opening weekend, at the at the at the very least before I go see a movie. I usually wait about th- two weeks. I, I got to get the first two weeks out of the way. If, if it's a big release, yeah, I'm not I'm not showing up at the movie theater. Yeah, not so. even close. And what's with what what's with all these like emasculated men that are like trouncing this movie before it even comes out? Are you kidding? Is this actually a real thing that's happening, or is it one of those things that they say is happening? Well, well this is actually like some of the, like even some of the reviews and stuff. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes actually closed down the reviews for Captain Marvel because of the it. pre-reviews. The pre-reviews, mm. like people are going on and and just trashing it before it even comes out. And like for no good reason, just because they're guys that what? So you've 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 had heroes for a hundred and fifty years, and right. that's not enough for you. 
No, well, it's not, Pete. Didn't we already do Wonder Woman and it was great? Yeah, we no, did we're... Wonder Woman and it was great, and everybody it was kind of universally accepted as great. I mean, well, there weren't a lot of negative reviews for Wonder Woman. It was a, it was, it was a very well made film. So what I heard was that it all started happening because of a comment she made. What? Because the actress did um... about who she wanted to be at the premiere and she wasn't going to show up or something. That's what I heard. I don't believe it or have not read about it or bothered to look up anything about it because I really didn't care that right. much about it. What's well, that why did it do with the movie? Yeah, what does that have to do with the movie? Oh, it, they're it bo- they're boycotting her, and because it's her movie, therefore they're putting the reviews and doing the things on the movie because it's something she said about them. It's pettiness. Is what oh, it's is. totally pettiness anyways. Yeah, it's pettiness. We have to Who actually has... You have to remember this is Hollywood, though. Who has the time to sit there and go write a review about a movie anyways? Who Yeah, who cares enough? I mean, if it was your job, like it used to be for you. Right. You know, that makes sense. But me, I'm going to go write my two cents on Facebook in like maybe less than 50 words and be like, great movie. Go see it, guys. I really enjoyed my time. Thanks for coming with me and my cousin. So I, I don't even understand people who write Amazon reviews. Like, I don't have that kind of time. Right. Amazon review writers do that so that eventually they'll get recognized by another company and then probably get free shit that's the only reason why they do it i've i I, i've written five amazon reviews and one of them was for cat was for cat food that showed up in place of the monitors that i ordered (laughs) 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 and my i gave i gave the cat food a one-star review and said don't hook these up to your computer the resolution is terrible (laughs) (laughs) should have said it was shitty Uh, very clumpy it was cat food not litter (laughs) same thing (laughs) Literally not the same thing. <laughs> it deals with different ends of the cat. <laughs> Completely different ends of the cat. It depends on where you start. <laughs> I guess so. Oh, man. All right, so Ken's got a list of words. Ken has so, a list of words. I'm going to share some words with you guys. That we already went over once that we're going to go over again. Yeah, we're going to do this a second time. But we this, will We this, will have words. This, these, these will be different words than we did the first time, for the most part. Like, 80% of them will be different. Um, and... I promise that it, it won't be too terrible. I, 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 I also apologize in advance for my terrible pronunciations. We like the pronunciations. I think they're great. All right. The first word is Valdin Samkite. Valdin Samkite. Valdin Samkite. All right. That's a German word meaning the feeling of solitude and connectedness to nature when you are alone in the woods. Uh, it's very nice. You hear birds chirping. Right. As long as you aren't lost. Even then. You what's, know. What's the name for the transition between that and then realizing you're not where you thought you were? <laughs> what about are like, now hopelessly lost in the woods. other, yeah, that's. Uh, what about the guy who survived that's, on. That's, that's Valdine Shitsky. <laughs> <laughs> what about the guy who just survived on uh, sauce packets from Taco Bell for five days in the snowbank? Did you hear about that one? Was he stuck in his car, though? Yeah, he was stuck in his car with his cat. Oh. How many? How how do you have that many sauce sauce packs? Wait, wait. How old is this guy? I don't know. Because that answers the question. <laughs> well, probably would. Uh, the next word is wabi sabi. Oh, that sounds like fun. Uh, it's Japanese. Want some of some wabi sabi? Wabi sabi. Okay, or say it like that. That's uh, how you say all the Japanese words. Uh, is it? Yeah, you, you you get progressively louder and faster. Oh, it wasn't as, as you get to cat. the end of the word. It wasn't as cat. It was his dog. It's wabi sabi. He's 36, by the way. He's a man-child. 
No 36-year-old should have enough sauce packets in their <laughs> no, vehicle to no, last them that long. No. No. Jesus. Okay. I'm being super judgy right now, but no. Tell me about Wabi-Sabi. Wabi-Sabi. Uh, is finding beauty in imperfections. Oh, that sounds... Oh, that's you like make it the, sound so uh, terrible. And then... The porcelain cups and, and that they pottery with that gold they and with gold. Stuff like yeah. that. Um, but also, like, just, you know, like... I don't know, like the imperfection, like the the, the imperfection of nature, right. and, okay. and and still finding it beautiful. Like when uh, you're watching the the TV news and you're like, oh, that uh, weather girl is pretty hot with her one derpy eye. Yeah, with the one derpy eye. Because they always or have like one you know that that, that 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 dog with two legs. Yeah. Um, you know, just, it's beautiful. Yeah, you just you want to you want to you want to cuddle them because they're right. just you know they're, they're still plugging along. They're plucky. As if only there was a word for wanting to pinch them because they're so darn cute. Mm, oh, there sad. is. Sad. Uh, sauteed. Sauteed? Sauteed, yeah. <laughs> sauteed. Sauteed. Uh, it's a Portuguese word. Uh, the feeling of longing for an absent something or someone that you love but might never return. Ooh. That's Pete to me, by the way. <laughs> I'm right here, you man. You see each other every day. You, you know he's going to return. You know when. But I he, have to be at work at 8.30. He might egg. not return. He will return Zeg. He could die tonight. He could. I will return Zeg. He, he, he almost had an intruder in his house last night. <laughs> <laughs> I had a light fall in my kitchen. <laughs> what, just like randomly? Yeah. we From found the ceiling out, or something? No. Well, we have under our cupboards, we have those like kind of stick lights. Oh, okay. And, and one came person. unattached in the middle of the night, and everybody's shot pulled upright. Like, what's going on? And my cat drearily gets up off the bed with his bed head and doesn't know what's going on. And first we thought it was the other cat, but she happened to be right next to me. So Curve told me about out. something like that. Um, we have a um, towel rack, uh, like a hook, towel hooks in our bathroom. Mm-hmm. And it fell off the wall today while the dog was sleeping on the bed. And apparently he jumped off of the bed, like straight up in the air and landed on the floor. Uh, sure. <laughs> Like those videos where they like put a cucumber by a cat and it thinks it's a snake or something. Oh and man! Just, like, flies into a wall. Have you ever seen a cat dizzy? Dizzy? No. Dizzy cat. <laughs> When's the last time you swung a cat and made it dizzy? <laughs> what are you monster. doing to this poor uh, cat? Christmas before last. So you swing cats like <laughs> Merry Christmas? No boots. <laughs> <laughs> You just kind of like boots. Let him down and Mittens. watch him throw up or something. Oh, he it's threw terrible. up, but I felt bad about him throwing up. No, he was on a chair that one of those spinny chairs. Oh, you spun him. And I spun him. Yeah. Next during break, we'll search one up, and you guys can see a just, cat dizzy. Just curious. I, I said boots, but what is the name of the cat? Uh, Khaleesi. Khaleesi. <laughs> Khaleesi. Yes. Khaleesi. After Daenerys. Yeah. Stormborn yes. Targaryen. Yes. Yes. Does it have little dragon wings that it wears at Halloween? <laughs> I hope no. so. No. I so hope so. <laughs> this cat's evil anyways. All right. Cat next. Yabarni. Ooh, I like that word. It's, a, it's an Arabic word. Um, so I imagine it's it, it, written out, it'd be beautiful. Uh, the declaration of one's hope that they'll die before another person because of how unbearable it would be to live without them. I do that all the time. Ooh. That's... That's that. That'll mess you up, man. <laughs> right. But just you know that that feeling, you know, you're like, I don't want to live without this person. I hope I die first. It translates literally into like, bury me, something like that. Oh, is it? You've heard of this word? Like, I skimmed the uh, article. Oh, okay. 
Yuan Fen. Mandarin Chinese. The fate between two people. Yuan Fen, the fate Yuan between two people. Yuan Fen. The ties that bind us together. Yeah. Not necessarily good or bad, just You're the stuck. fate between two people. Yeah. You're fated to be together. Yuan Fen describes the view of relationship as predetermined or destined, and it tends to be used a lot as a proverb. Yu Yuan Wu Fen which translate to have fate without destiny. Ooh. Oh, Thus staying on the topic of Romeo and Juliet, uh, you can use the word uh, when a couple is destined to come together, but yet, yet not destined to stay together. I have to get that embroidered on a pillow. For... Foral skit. <laughs> nice accent. Foral skit. Norwegian. The euphoria experienced as you begin to fall in love. Uh, you begin to. Begin to fall in love, yeah. It's oh. like the, you know, the honeymoon stage of being in love with someone. Or maybe it's that awful feeling, or maybe, that, maybe, maybe they're also describing that awful anxiety where you don't know if, uh, you know, they're going to love you back. Hmm. I wonder Butterfly smiles and, and so much romantic oblivion on cloud number nine. Seems the opposite of that feeling. According to Norway. According to Norway. Killig, tag along. We talked about this in the previously recorded segment. Um, this is describing it as the feeling of butterflies in your stomach when you, uh, usually when you, when something romantic takes place. Ooh. You got some killig going on, baby. A little bit, a little bit of killig. Hmm. So even when you're watching one of those shows and you're like, "Oh yeah, that. I remember that." What shows? That, that little killig feeling. What shows? Well, it's like, could it still be like Schadenfreude, but for when people fall in love? And you see um, that on like a romantic comedy, and they get to that part where they start falling in love, and you're like, "Oh, I remember that." Oh, okay. Mm. Come movere. Comb over Comb over Comb your ovaries? Comb over An Italian word meaning the heartwarming story that moved you to tears. Oh, oh. so. That's old Pete's yeller? story for me. It's oh. <laughs> so like, you know, when, when Jack dies in Titanic. That know, doesn't like, move me to tears. I'm like, thank God. It's been right. 82 years. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, how about displacement? Dis, not displacement. Dis, not displacement. Displacement. Depazement. Oh, depazement. Depazement. Hmm. The feeling that comes with uh, from not being in one's home country. Okay, feeling so it's kind of like displacement. Feel, the, the feeling of being a foreigner. Yep. Ah. I and feel like that. I feel like we have a word it, for it, that. It describes being homesick, hmm. in a way. You're a displaced worker. Goddamn immigrants. <laughs> How about Duende? Ooh, Duende. Duende. I think I met him. Duodenum. <laughs> Spanish. Duende. A work of art's mysterious power to deeply move a person. Ooh. Ooh. Never really knew. I, yeah, never had, a, never had a word for that. Oh. Sounds like the title for a show at the FIA. 
Duende. It does. That should be the whole advertising campaign, too. Just Duende. Duende. Yeah, like a guy in like a black unitard turtleneck. Duende. Just like... <laughs> a Pete in a black unitard turtleneck. Oh. Duende. Duende. would be like the Legend of Zelda cartoon. They'd be like, why is this guy here in a black turtleneck saying Duende? And Get out of my gallery. Yeah, it's not... It's, 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 oh, no, it's not the gallery. It's not even on the TV or the radio. You just go around to random office buildings and walk through and be like, yeah. Duende. Duende. Catch you at a Starbucks. Like yeah, yeah, like you show up with a muffin cart every morning and just walk through. In, in, in like a morph suit. <laughs> <laughs> and then they have to read out your name at Starbucks. Du- Duende? 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 And be like, Duende. It's like, oh, it's that guy. I don't do anything at Starbucks with 24601. So. <laughs> Alright, number 11. High Wraith. Which we just talked about. Hyrule. High Wraith. High Wraith. Particular type of longing for the homeland or a romanticized past. It's experiencing nostalgia for something that you've never experienced. Nice. Like bowler hats. Like bowler hats, yeah. By the way, I forgot to tell you guys, your, your hats came. But what? they're terrible. Aww. Aww. So they're like made out of paper? No, they're like very thin felt. It's, it, 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 it's like, uh, you know, 80s costume type uh, stuff. Oh, no, they're not a real hat. Not, not good stuff. So we're going to have to keep working on that. Oh, bummer. Okay. Group trip to the Haberdasher. The, the Mad, Mad Hatter, Hatter downtown. <laughs> Actually, there's a, there's, a, there's a really nice hat store in Detroit that I don't think has closed yet. They're, they were working on closing, but they haven't closed yet. Mm. Okay. They, they sell the real thing. Uh, oh, it's that word again that I hate pronouncing. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't Ooh. even near what you said earlier. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy... <laughs> Lapinat Tepe. Mommy! Lapinat by Pepe. It's one of those Georgian words, right? It's kind of intense. It's, it's, it's Yagan. Uh, uh, the wordless, meaningful look shared by two people who both desire oh, yeah. to initiate something but are both reluctant to do so. Ah. Uh, I speak. Get the thing. Get the. No, you get the thing. I'm not going to. Yeah. But with your eyes. But with your eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, last word uh, for today is Tosca. Tosca. Russian word. Tosca. Oh, Tosca. Tosca. It's a brand of vodka. <laughs> a sensation of great spiritual anguish, often without specific cause. A longing with nothing to long for. A longing with nothing to long for. But yes. there is much to long for. Like vodka. <laughs> What what do you long for that you don't long for? I don't understand. What is Tosca? Longing, for, uh, it's a longing for nothing to long for. There's no. nothing to long for. <laughs> You're like, oh, I've got all. I the want things something, in my life. but nothing. I'm too happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not allowed to be this happy. Something must be wrong. Well, there's that. <laughs> like one of those days, where you're like, things are going well. Things are going too well. <laughs> <laughs> dun dun dun. Things are just. It's too good. It's good. It's too good. All right, it's Tosca. So that's those are those, those those are some words to counteract uh, last week's segment about the depressing stuff. Um, it wasn't all depressing last week. A lot of it was kind of existential. Not, it was very existential. It was very yeah. There was, thought a, there was heavy. a lot. Of, yeah, yeah, a lot of th- a lot of thought heavy. So this is you know kind of a little counterbalance to that. Uh-huh. Uh, so we're gonna take a break right now, and when I co- and when we come back, we're gonna talk to an autosexual person. We're gonna explore some some autosexuality. 
coming right up. Very exciting. Autosexuality. Are you turned on when you look in the mirror and enjoy nothing more than a steaming night home alone? You could be autosexual. Hi, what's your name? Autosexuality. And, and your age? Exactly as old as I am. Describe your appearance for me. Beautiful, fun, charming, attractive, sexy, like me. If you don't mind me saying so, you seem pretty pleased with yourself. Yes, I am. Thanks. It's like you think you're all that. I certainly do. Wow, you're really quite full of yourself, aren't you? <laughs> I wish. Look, I'm trying to insult you. Will you please just act wounded? No, can do. I'm too happy. Why? Because I'm head over heels in love. With whom? With me. Wait. Who's in love with you? I am. What? My orientation happens to be autosexual. What do you mean, like a sexy robot? No, not like a sexy robot. Or does it mean you get aroused by cars like Jeremy Clarkson? It means that I am sexually attracted to myself. How does it even work? Well, I usually start by lighting a few candles and then checking I've got fresh batteries, then... Stop. You're talking... You're, if you start talking about masturbation, everybody does that. I mean, I, I hear, anyway. Autosexuality is different from autoeroticism. It's more about masturbating to the idea of yourself. I'm afraid the distinction is lost on me. You might, for example, be turned on by your own nudity. In my case, I'm also autoromantic. I literally love myself. What are you talking about? I mean, I get butterflies in my stomach when I think about me. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I go on dates with myself and buy myself romantic gifts. Well, if you love yourself why don't you, so much, why don't you just marry yourself? I may. The writer Gia Vitale got engaged to herself in 2017 and plans a self-wedding at some point. What's stopping her? Cold feet? She's just taking things slowly. Although I will be... One day be my own wife, I am enjoying the feeling of being engaged. You are so having one, having, having me on. I'm not, honestly. Salagamy is a real and growing phenomenon. Lots of people are saying I do to themselves in special ceremonies these days, although it's not legally recognized anywhere in the world. Are you sure this isn't more to do with the lonely resignation of people who can't have relationships with others? Not all autosexual romances are monogamous, even if they are central to one's life. I now realize that my relationship with myself is as valid as any other relationship, says Vital. Do say. Who's the pretty girl in the mirror over there? Don't say. Look, this just isn't working. It's not me. It's me. So this is rather fascinating. I'm kind of... Mind blown by the concept of this. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Do you think this stuff is, like, true? Like, can people look at themselves and, like... I mean, is it narcissism or is it something different? I don't... Like, I don't, is Trump in love with himself? I, I like, don't, does he light candles and then vigorously masturbate to pictures of his hair? I bet you he does. I'm, with his hair, I'm, I'm really, I'm really busy Whoa. trying to scour that image from my, from my mind right now. You're welcome. Um, Thanks, Pete. Now I have something different than other than picturing you tonight. Uh, what? 
<laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> Jeez. I, you know, I'm not coming into work tomorrow. <laughs> I'll see you, Zeg. Sorry I knocked that light off your thing last night. What? Okay, what? Go on. So, this guy I don't know. Is it? It can't be narcissism. You don't think it's narcissism? Well, it's I, I, I think I don't think it, I don't think it's basis narcissism. I think it's like, got a piece of it. Like there's got there's got to be elements narcissism. of narcissism for sure. It's like a cookie with narcissism chunks. Sure, I mean, absolutely for sure. But crazy cookie. I can like also I can also see like you know. I don't know. Like I I I I kind of think about the uh, concept of a person who just like. I'm so done with relationships. I've not had any successful ones. I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be my, I'm just gonna be with myself from now on. I'm, I'm gonna be with you. me now. <laughs> yeah. That's so literally weird, you do you. Yeah, literally you. Do literally. You. literally you no, do no, you. no, 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 no. So, if you think about it, it has to be somebody that gets visibly turned on by looking at themselves. That is, that is narcissism. Like I mean, to the point where like, you get an erection by looking at yourself. I've never, no, mm. no. That's the point, though. No, this, this but, is not. This is but, not enjoyable to look at. No, exactly. Well, uh, well, yes, but still, <laughs> but really, um, I mean, that's that's the concept of this. That's that's what you have to get your head around. That when when we when we look at somebody who's attractive and we're not out in public, we get aroused. Right. That's what these people do by looking at themselves. I feel like that's some kind of weird existential condition that's not when, necessarily when, narcissism. When I fantasize, I'm not usually even there. Right. <laughs> right. Like, who wants? Yeah, I know. I don't know. I just, I, uh, this is a difficult concept for me to grasp. And for someone to take it to the nth degree of actually, like, dating oneself, in quotation marks, right. um, I just, I can't imagine what, no, that just seems, I mean, this is a step beyond being content being alone, which I oftentimes am, I, I I can be I can be completely alone for days on end and have a perfectly good time. Um, this is way beyond that. This is this is this is over the over the line into the realm of yeah, way past crazy. Yeah, this even is like, like this is like ancient Greece kind of stuff. Yeah, and even worse is like somebody was gonna marry themselves. All right, whatever. You're dramatic fine do that but the dating yourself like getting engaged to yourself is like next bet level like talking to a paper bag your best friend like kind of nuts do you want to marry me yes me i do want to marry me but in like eight months like we gotta have time to plan but let's take it slow we have to agree on the dinnerware like if there's ever anything in the world you should ever be sure of it's whether or not you want to marry yourself the th- the thing is, um, what's funny about this is this makes marrying a pirate ghost <laughs> sound sane. It actually does. <laughs> we never thought that would happen. But but think about it. If you're getting married and you're planning wedding to yourself, that means your parents have to cover the whole bill. Right. Like, and what if there's a dowry involved? And what do you do Who with the other side? <laughs> if, 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 if I'm this person's parents, I'd be like, nope, jump, done. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. You're on your own, Steve. I threw you. I threw you an open house. That's enough. <laughs> right, and what a waste of the half of the church. Everyone's sitting on the one. Everybody's side. Everybody's sitting on the one side. <laughs> Do you have to like dress in like one half oh. of, like groom and one half 
gown, or do you have to keep switching sides when you're saying your vows? Like, how weird would that be? What do you now just you take what, your. Were you shifting pen. around like that with your fish? I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm really thinking about, uh, I'm really thinking about Chris Farley. <laughs> Down by the river. No, like, what, what does the priest say? Now take your hand. Right. With well. this wing, I do red. Repeat after me. You know that's weird. And then they have to put a, a ring on each finger. No, there's definitely not a priest because ain't gonna happen. No, it's some kooky ordained yeah. minister. Your other from best the first friend. church of the Blue Suede Deliverance. Yeah. Or or something. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's the other guy that uh, you know also because there's probably like there's a group of people. Yeah, it's weird. Lutherans. <laughs> it's weird, and I actually kind of feel sorry. Methodist, because you know they're just they're, they're okay with you marrying anybody as long as it's not a person of the same sex. So, what I suppose technically that is the same sex marriage. So yeah, right. I take that same back. You can't be the Methodist. Ooh, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting sorry. for so, somebody's going to get up on their soapbox about this. I hope so. I love I'd love to I'd love to see because you know it's not especially forbidden by law. Right. No, it's not. So can we start that Facebook meme of like, this is a for real thing that happens all over the world and all of the teenagers are doing it now and they all love themselves and are getting married to themselves and let's see how the Republicans handle it. Call it the next, uh, what is it? The next right. challenge. Yeah. yeah. The marry, the marry yourself, yourself challenge. challenge. Marry yourself challenge. I like that one. The marry yourself the, challenge. The sologamy challenge. <laughs> sologamy challenge. That's right. I'm going to marry myself. Is it sologamy or sologamy? I don't know. I I, choose, I, I prefer sologamy. I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. Monogamy, sologamy. 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 Wow, that was loud. Oh, so do you. That's not a real word. It's the, <laughs> the, the gondola Who guy. We didn't judge about what's real and what's not real with words. I Pushes don't himself know, man. Around. We just make stuff up, anyways. I, I should have been a I should have been a gondolier in uh, in in Venice or or maybe in Vegas. I don't even know. <laughs> you can be in Vegas, Ken. Yeah, I'll be I'll be at the Venetian if anyone. Needs Vegas me. show, Ken. <laughs> I do a thing with tigers. It's cool. I want to see the feathered hat. <laughs> a feathered hat, huh? Mm-hmm. I do a great Wayne Newton impersonation, except I can't. What was sing. the song that you used to put the feather in your hat and call it macaroni? Yankee Doodle. Yankee, Yankee Doodle? Doodle? Yeah. Like, you don't remember Yankee Doodle? <laughs> like, I every kid was forced to sing that and parade around like a flag. Not everybody. That's not the Yankee Doodle theme. I know, I just, June, I know that. So who wants to read the first uh, brief topic of discussion today? I don't think anyone does. Right. Is there a brief topic of discussion? Oh, I have, are, are we capable of a brief topic of discussion? I have. No. Quite a few so how, of them for how, you. How capable are we? Oh, I actually found on so I actually that. found one after the fact today, and I'll I'll start with this one. I don't have the actual story because I actually only took a picture of it. I sent it to Pete. Why is it not loading? Is it about a naked man being arrested at Planet Fitness? Nope, but you can read that one. Let me. Send. You need me to send it to you if not. Right. I go. love the idea of it. Yeah. Uh, so in Utah, these two first uh, first cousins are gonna sue the state so that they can. Um, Marry. Get married. As long as they're not allowed to procreate? Can we can we draw that line? Is that possible? Uh, I don't think that's how it's going to no, work. No, it's never really how it goes. No, because 
they're gonna need to say you can't focus a little bit more on genetics in school. I'm like, hey, yeah. listen. Yeah, they want Utah to change their laws so that their union is recognized. Yeah, I'm going to have to say state. no on that. Well. I mean, I don't, it, it, you can't force somebody to not procreate. I know, but we, I wish we could. But you can't. Like, I mean, just like a, a basic intelligence test. Breeding licenses, that's what? <sighs> Uh, we have I know it, it gets real dystopian really quickly. Oh, no, I fully support breeding licenses. Because it affects everybody else. You have a, a variety of, 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 of basic general knowledge, common sense, and um, basic life skill tests. Right. Like the to door to, to the testing for. facility says yeah. pull, but it's a push door. Yeah, like, you know, if you can... You, you, I mean, you have to take a driving test you, you, to, dr- to operate a motor vehicle, but you could just go around randomly bringing life into the world. Right. It's like Ali Wong said, it takes three days to make a croissant. You can make a baby in that bathroom over there. <laughs> I got an interesting fact. Yeah, I don't know about that, but <laughs> as, far as, the, as far as the cousin thing, I don't right. know. That's That's... What's you got Utah have to say about anything? Like they're big into polygamy, right? Oh yeah, uh, I think they are. Well, Utah as a, as a state, no, they don't necessarily support it, but there are communities within the within Utah right. that they're, they're yeah, sheltering where it's it. Kind of anyway. rampant. Yeah, so it's okay to take like a fourteen-year-old bride, but they're the sister wives, though. You're only ma- you're only actually married to one of them. Oh, and the other ones are just like your concubines. Pretty much, yeah. You have a harem. See, now, if they pitched it like that, I think they would have a lot more a support. Lot, yeah, a lot more people would be on board with it. <laughs> That's really poor marketing. Yeah. Like, I think this is my harem of bitches is going to play a lot better on MTV than, oh, I've got four wives that I've got to deal with. <laughs> four wives <laughs> that I have to deal with. <laughs> I can only disappoint one woman at a time. I don't know well, why that's you want to have four wives. See, actually, it's not bad, though, because when you piss three of them off, you still got one more to go to. No, no, no. They all band together. Oh, they yeah. don't live in the same. And the one show that. Uh, well, yeah. No, no, no. That, of course. Yeah. No, that, that, that's tri- that, that's traditional polygamy. Where you're married to multiple women. The women don't generally know about each other. No, this guy, they all knew each other. Um, what was that one? Big House, Big Lies, Big. Something. It was Sister Wives. What's Sister Wives. Oh, well, that was the name of the show. One. And he had like nine wives. Yeah. And he had a whole cul-de-sac of houses. <laughs> See, and that's what I don't understand is how do these people get a cul-de-sac of houses? Like after the housing collapse, sort uh, of a like, salesman. Uh, squatting? Nine wives into being a part-time wife and you can afford houses for all of them in the same neighborhood. Well, obviously anything's possible when you're that rich, well, apparently. Apparently. What woman would sign on for that? One who's severely emotionally oh, damaged. Jean skirts, buddy. Oh, the jean skirt people? Yeah, they they have been raised since birth to know that they have a place, and it is not at the top. That's sad. It really is. Okay, so uh, I'm going to share something to share with you guys here. Uh, Dateline, Plainstow, New Hampshire. Uh, A Massachusetts man was arrested after police said he stripped down inside of a Planet Fitness. As one does, yeah. Police said Eric Stagno, 34, of Haverhill, Massachusetts, walked into a gym... And removed his clothing. He walked back and forth a couple of times before setting in on the yoga mats. 
Oh, he sat oh. on the yoga When mats? officers arrived, they found him completely <laughs> nude in a quote-unquote yoga-type position. Ooh, was it the lotus or Stagno, the scorpion? downward dog. Right. Stagno was arrested without incident and charged with indecent exposure said, slash lewdness and disorderly conduct. Did you mean downward dong? Well, that's where it's going to go. Police said that the, police said the only statement Stagno made when they uh, when, he, when uh, Stagno made was that he thought Planet Fitness was a quote judgment free zone end quote apparently referencing the chain's slogan. So is this another like fantasy football bet that somebody lost? I don't know. This guy got. Dear wrestle. God, I hope so. I mean, it would make more sense. I think he was just lonely and bored. Yeah, I think so. He defiled a yoga mat, dude. Right? And really, if you're going in there to just disturb anybody, hitting the treadmill top speed, I think, was going to be <laughs> just flapping in the wind. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're going to shove your ass in people's face, I guess that's a way you can go with it. I mean. I mean, you have so many choices. Right? You do. Barbell squats, like everything flexing. Squats. Just Stairmaster. Right? Yeah, this I mean, guy wasted a lot around. of opportunity I mean, here. Missed opportunity here. Yeah, even the rowing machines got got potential. Right, I don't know that one. Plus, you know, they got weights, clean and jerk. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nobody. No, thank you. And don't forget the thirty-minute ab circuit. Right. All right. So who wants to who wants to go next? Are we are we, are we supposed to read the ones that we were sent? Yeah. Okay, I guess I can go next. Okay. Ridiculous micro handbag that can fit only a few mints becomes a fashion sensation. The tiny Jokomin Lemi Kitito Chiquito Let me start that again. The tiny Jokomin Mini Le Chiquito bag is smaller than the credit card and can be held in the palm of your hand. It was the smallest thing to come out of Paris Fashion Week. Since its debut on the catwalk last week, the Chocomi Mini Le Chiquito bag had made the fashion world in a spin and the rest of the planet scratching its head. Measuring a minuscule two inches long, the bag is smaller than a credit card and can fit in the palm of the wearer's hand. The diminutive accessory is a mini version of the already small Le Chiquito bag, which was launched last year and is four inches by two and a half. Le Chiquito retails for around $500. Holy shit. And had sold out a, <laughs> at a range of online suppliers, including... It's sold out, guys. Well, yeah, because they made three Good. of them. Including Moda Operandi, Farfetch, and Saks Fifth Avenue. Oh, my word. Got another reason I'll never shop at Saks Fifth Avenue. So, apparently, it can hold a couple of mints, a USB stick... And the dignity of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Oh, Jeez. that is awful. A USB okay. stick? Like, what are these like for super spies who like can't can't carry your credit card, <laughs> but you can put your <laughs> USB <laughs> bag? Yeah. Yes, ridiculous. Like, so the style. Mag- doing espionage. God, yeah. I hope this is in the next Bond film. Yeah, <laughs> the style magazine dazed. Declared, Jacquemus, your tiny bags are getting kind of ridiculous, but we love them. Really dazed? Right. L. Uh, but we still want you to send us one, so we're going to say something <laughs> yeah. nice. On the other hand, Confused Magazine slammed this as being ridiculous <laughs> and overplayed. Yeah. L Magazine headlined it as the new It Bag. 
before quickly admitting that could only hold one ear pod earphone. <laughs> Not the pair. <laughs> oh, one fashion editor tweeted five uses for the bag included carrying loose floss, a spare acrylic nail, or a singular lock of curled hair retrieved from the head of Jew Law, <laughs> circa 1999. <laughs> Who the hell wrote that? Like, this person is obsessed with Jew Law. They probably actually have a singular lock of curled hair of Jew Law's no, head. And I guarantee you it's not being carried on a micro handbag. It's, on a, it's in a closet shrine at their house. Social media users also sense an opportunity for derision, with one suggesting on Twitter that it represents the carmentalized trauma we carry with us each day. Like that, the internet senses weakness and pounces. How ridiculous! Like people are buying this thing. Like I guess. I mean, I'm just mad at myself for not making a tiny shoe that only fits on one of your toes. Right. Trying to get someone to wear it. It's a Barbie bag. Right. In a Barbie world. Yeah. No, seriously. I guarantee you that this this. This Jocklemme, or whatever his yeah. name is. Jocklemme. <laughs> Jocklemme. Jacquemold. This Jocklemme probably just grabbed this. He's like, oh, I need an accessory. Oh, there's my daughter's Barbie doll. Oh, look at that cute bag. Here, carry this, L. You know what? Right. How stupid. $500? That's ridiculous. Well, that guy thinks it's hilarious. Well, it's sold out. Like, people are actually buying this. But they yeah, didn't say yeah, how many this they is made. Like, this, is, this is like the Palace Boutique story. Yeah. Yeah, people are morons and have more money than they need. So let's think of better ways to take it from them. All right. Who's got the next right. one? Well, here's an uplifting story. All right. Of a, of a rescued animal just bringing light into the lives of uh, senior citizens in an assisted living facility. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, meet Wally, a four and a half foot long emotional support alligator. With razor-sharp teeth, who likes to make new friends. Wally belongs to Joey Henney, host of Joey Henney's Outdoors and a hunting and fishing show that ran from 1989 until 2000 on ESPN. Henney recently took Wally on a leash to Glatfettler Community Center at the Village and Sprinkle... Who was in charge of naming these places? They're already going to die. (laughs) Jesus. North of York, Pennsylvania. Wait, they're in Pennsylvania? I An alligator this, in Pennsylvania. I thought this had to be a Florida man thing. Okay, so yeah, someone brought a, a four-foot alligator to Pennsylvania, uh, where it clearly does not belong. Um, Henny has never uh, told them his gator has never bitten anyone and is even afraid of cats. His gator? Yeah. You said it like gator. I'm not scared of snakes, one woman said as she cautiously approached to have her picture taken with Wally, but that thing has a lot of teeth. (laughs) Wally may not be as soft and cuddly as support dogs, but Henny encouraged her pet Wally, saying he particularly likes the top of his head rubbed. He's just like a dog, Henny told her. He wants to be petted and loved. No, no, he's not. He's a... Well, and really, though, when you when you think, it, there's a picture of it on a table. Four and a half foot long alligator. It's mostly tail. It's not that big a deal, but it'll still take your finger off for so sure. Is, has, has this emotional support animal wave gone too far? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it has. Ken, what say you? Yes. Yes. Where do you draw the line? Like, what pet is definitely not ever going to be an emotional support animal? Okay, let me make it easier. A what? cheetah. 
What right. pets should be emotional support animals? Dogs and micro horses. What about cats? Mules. No, no cats? No. I, be- I, b- I believe that the only emotional support animals we have we should have are those recognized by law. Like laws as, 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 like- as service animals. So micro because 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 they they enjoy legal protection status. Hmm. What about so, pigs? They're kind of smart. Nope. But like, what if we change the law? Good luck with that. Right. So just dogs, and what was the other one? But it, mini horse, miniature horses. Mini horses are actually recognized. They are rec- they're legally recognized as emotional support animals. Why? Um, they're because they're because they're intelligent animals, and they're, they're, they're they can be trained. Um, to provide a variety of ta- to perform a variety of tasks the same way you know service dogs are, um, but if you have an emotional support animal, I mean you can walk around saying anything's an emotional support animal. I could Pete could be my emotional support animal. I am an animal. Can you take him on the plane for free? <laughs> but <Let's> try <laughs> any place that you go has the right to refuse that animal entry unless you're an airplane. Apparently, <laughs> even even an airline can do it. They have the they, they have the right to do that unless it's a legally unless it has legally protected status, which applies only to dogs, and miniature horses. How big's a miniature horse? Size about of the size dog? of a, about the size of a large dog. I'm very intrigued. They can get up to the size I think of like comparable would be comparable to like a Great Dane. It's okay. the size of cute. And they right. and they they're also trained to you know housebroken and things like that. They're, Oh, I wonder if it sleeps. But they, but, but 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 they are trained to provide a, a variety of they per, they perform tasks. They don't they're not they're just there to make you feel better. They actually can do things. They're service animals. Um, there's no legal protection for emotional support animals. Right. It's 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 recognized service animals. Um, so I think that those are what we should be using for emotional support as well. Can we do because they would have that protected legal status? Miniature chariot racing. Not like, with not with the service not with the not with the trained service miniature horse. But if you want to get some miniature horses and, and do miniature chair, I fully support that. Who would ride the chariot? Would it be Peter like, Dinklage. I was just gonna say, oh would it God. be a midget or like would be like a cabbage patch kid? <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> we are going to get in trouble for that. We really are. I'm oh really, my word! I mean, no offense by that. Yes, Actually, you I, do. I, I really don't. Jesus. First of all, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Peter Dinklage. I yeah, he's kind of awesome. For the record. Um, but also, well, people are amazing. It doesn't Pete's matter how tall you are. You. you fell right into Pete's I, trap. I walk into it every time. He gets me every time. <laughs> I do. Right. Start talking about little people and just start comparing them to Cabbage Patch Kids. And it's like, just. I wasn't, for the record, <laughs> I wasn't comparing them to Cabbage no, Patch Kids. No, that was kids. the trap you laid. Yeah. That's all right. We've said way more offensive stuff than that. Boy, did you. Cabbage Patch Chicken, like maybe a my size Barbie. I think that would probably work. No, out. I think like four. They have those already, right? See, pr- proportionally, I think that would work out to be about the right size. Okay, yeah. let's do this. You ready for like... this? I got one for you. Ready? Sure. Detroit is building residents for rain. You know, oh, it's going as that. well as you I heard think. About that. Everywhere he goes, there's concrete. On his driveway to get to his car to go to breakfast, driving on the road, in the parking lot at the Coney Island where he eats his eggs. So when Russ sits down over his omelet at Motown Cafe and Grill in one of America's most industrialized cities, he has one question for its owner. 
Has your water and sewer bill gone up? A retired city employee and neighborhood activist with salt and pepper beard and a knack for annoying city hall asks. Of course the bill has gone up. Because Detroit, desperate for cash and facing a host of infrastructure woes, is now charging residents and businesses for rain that falls atop all of the concrete before winding its way through the municipal sewer system. In the past year, monthly water and sewer bills for the small restaurant have jumped to $284 from $90. Dang, that's almost as... That's actually more than Flint, or almost as much. Legitimately, yeah. Of that, 131 is for what the city calls a drainage fee. That's bullcrap. But what critics contest is a tax on rain. It's incredible. That means every year I'm paying $1,572 for rain she says that you don't even get to keep she lets yeah, her words linger legally barred from keeping it for rain similar tales of outrage have uh, abundant since last july when detroit completed the rollout of changes to its fee it charges since 1975 to treat stormwater before it's released into the detroit and rogue rivers rouge rouge uh, before they just charged them a flat fee, but now they're charging them based on how much rain falls. Apparently, <laughs> that's total hundred percent bullshit. Uh, is based on the diameter of their water pipes or the amount of their property's impervious acreage, that is hard surfaces like concrete roofs and hard gravel that don't absorb water. So the smaller your literally the smaller your house or the smaller the surface area of your driveway or your roof determines the size of your bill. Actually, yeah. not even your roof, because the water can run off your roof and, and sink into the ground. That's true. It's your driveway. Driveway and sidewalks. Or patios. Sidewalks? You don't own no sidewalks. Apparently, they're calling roofs. You own, so. you, own, you own the sidewalk from the from, from the end of the public sidewalk to your door. That's your sidewalk. Mm. Um, sidewalks, patios, and driveways. It's $598 per month per impervious acre. Owners of less than 0.02 acres are exempt from the fee. You can't shut off the sky. In a radical change for a city built on concrete, half of Detroit's land is impervious, according to a 2013 report. 70 square miles, or almost as many as there are in all of Washita and Livingston counties combined. My question is, how do we prevent this story from being read by anyone who works in municipal government in the county? Uh, Genesee County or the city of Flint, because I feel like this is something that they would get on board with, right? With our one hundred and eighty dollar a month water bills, they would totally do that. Absolutely, yours is that much. My my water bill last month one hundred eighty one dollars. Flint is one of the highest water bills in the nation. I haven't had. I've had one over hundred dollars. You guys don't bathe on a regular basis, do you? Uh, <laughs> yes, daily. I have four bathrooms in this house. Are all running the same time? They all get used regularly. Well, we have... Plus the dishwasher. I have two full ones, dishwasher and washing washer. How much laundry do you do? Uh, when I'm there, I do about two loads a week. Oh, see, yeah, we do a lot more laundry than that. But yeah, my, my water bill is 181 But I don't know how much... I don't know how much the kids use. I don't know how often they run it when I'm not there. My water bill is $181.56 last month. 
Mine was mine last month was sixty seven. Uh, mine this month was eighty eighty four. At our studio, we had uh, it was like a hundred dollar bill. Uh, there's one sink and one toilet, and somebody is in that building twice a week. Yeah, for a couple hours. Well, the service charge is what's the bitch. Now, do you still have the a separate meter for the lawn? No, the the lawn's never been metered. See, at my house, I have two meters for some reason. Yeah, because you had a sprinkler system. Yeah. Yeah. Um, most, like, same, the same is true with commercial uh, irrigation systems. And if you have an irrigation system with a separate connection, that water is metered separately. Uh, my irrigation system it pulls uh, water from the lake. That's crazy to me, though, that they're charging for rain. Like, what happens if a, like, hurricane came through? Everybody's or out of the flood, house. Or when, or, or when Detroit flooded last year. Right. It's like... Everybody loses their house, man. Mm-hmm. Seems like that's really bad planning. It's just um, a terrible thing, I actually. Just, it's un- I, I just... I, I'm astonished at the unmitigated gall of the city... Paving half the town, half of the city, half of the uh, uh, the surface area of the city, and then charging other people for it. Right. Cities do that crap all the time. I know it's uh, it's offensive to me. It's offensive. Like my buddies at downtown had a, a business downtown Flint, and Flint came in unbeknownst to my friends and fixed the parking lot in front of the building, which is awesome. And then they gave the bill to my buddy's business without. Mm-hmm ever telling them they were going to do so they just presented him the bill here's the bill what what did he uh, still have to pay i think he went to court for it. i don't remember if he had to pay or not i think they settled on something but yeah it's bullshit yeah, that sounds you crazy. can't do that that's like me going to ken's house you know shoveling his driveway when he's not home they come back and say hey you have to pay me for this yeah it's baloney. We should do that. Anytime you want to stop by and shovel my driveway, Peter, you're totally welcome to. All right. I, I will pay you. 50 bucks an hour. <laughs> I'm getting older. No. All right, who's next? I can go. I'll go. All right, Ken's up. This one's l- It's long, but I th- I wanted you to stop at where she wrote, where they say uh, a Moscow lawyer, Moscow-based lawyer wrote on Facebook. Because this one's pretty shitty. I just found this, by the way. Okay. And this so happened four hours ago. So this is after our planning. A Moscow. Moscow pimp. Okay, okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. Fifth paragraph. Yep. <sighs> All right. Dateline Moscow. Uh, Russia's parliament has approved a controversial bill that allows courts to jail people for online disrespect of government officials, including the uh, president, Vladimir Putin. Oh, my word. And by president, of course, I mean czar. Uh, The law, which says critics, uh, which critics say is reminiscent of Soviet-era legislation used to target political dissidents, stipulates fines of up to 100,000 rubles, which is about uh, 1,155 pounds. Uh, for those of us in the uh, in in Britain, uh, for indecent online posts that demonstrate a blatant disrespect for society, the country, and official and, and Russia's official state symbols, the constitution, or its authorities. Uh, repeat offenders can be hit with fines of up to twice the sum and or fifteen days behind bars. Wow. 
Vladimir Verkovsky, the head of the, Rosh, of the Moscow based uh, Sova Center, which monitors abusive anti extremist. Uh, anti-extremism legislation uh, said people could face prosecution online for comments such as uh, quote Putin is a bastard unquote uh, or jokes about parliament others expressed concern that the law was so vaguely worded that almost any online criticism of the authorities oh. including satirical memes could be could be construed as quote unquote disrespect gosh this seems like a coincidence you know I, I, I bet they didn't even do that on purpose yeah. Soon we'll be telling jokes about the authorities in whispers in the kitchen, Sergei Shvavkin, uh, a Moscow-based lawyer, wrote on Facebook. That's terrible. Yeah. I, how soon till till uh, Mr. Wonderful um, decides to try to get that here? Oh, I'm sure he absolutely supports That's it. That's not going to work. Very this is, guy was v- actively trying to reform yeah. libel laws for so that he could openly interpret whatever was... Whatever was said about him was, uh, was was actionable. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think you could shut Americans up if you tried. I don't believe. I, no. I don't believe. I don't believe. Even in this day and age, I don't believe that would make it through Congress. I would hope not. What if it did, though? That would be terrible, and our podcast would be uh, shut down. The law would be put. The law. There would be. There would be a, a, a federal lawsuit filed immediately. And uh, the judge, the, the judge would uh, issue a stay on the law's effectiveness until it was adjudicated uh, through the court system, and that would be upheld all the way through the appellate division until the Supreme Court court got to it, and uh, at which point they would make a meal out of it. There is no way that that law would stand in this country, as mm. dysfunctional as this country is. And I, and I, 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 I I'm not saying that. We're amazing, but I, as dysfunctional as this country is, there's no way that law stands. You hope. Oh, yeah. I know it. No, being mouthy is like our thing. <laughs> it is our thing, isn't there's, it? There's, we're not we're not backing down on a lot of things, and that's one of them. I don't care who you are. If you're making dumb decisions, we're going to talk about you, right? Especially doesn't matter what side of the party you're on. No. Nope, Plus, not at you, all. If you got hair like that, you're asking for it. Stupid is as stupid does. All right. So who's next? Dane and Pete. You both got one more. I got it. I'll go. All right, I pulled up. So this is by, um, this is from The Guardian by Naman Zhao. And it's, I spent three days making this smoked watermelon ham, but at what cost? (laughs) It's Instagrammable, but is it edible? (laughs) I don't know what just happened here. (laughs) He went, you went, no. Oh, did he he burp or something? (laughs) Well, it's going to get hot and more. Here we go. Naman Zhao sets out to discover if the dish, devised as a vegan alternative to a roast, is worth the effort. The chef at the fancy restaurant across the road warns me, as I load a watermelon to his smoker, that he had tried this the day before. Uh, yeah, I say, hoping for some expert advice in how to nail the recipe. Wait, 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 wait. What? So there's two people right. across the street from each other Correct. that both attempted to do this already. Yes. Has any of us attempted this yet? No, we're not going to. Let me finish. I'm just curious about the percentage of, like, density where two people across the street from each other attempted this. Well, it's a th- it was crazy. A, it's a thing in their area. Okay. Continue. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I say, hoping for some expert advice on how to nail the recipe. It was disgusting, he replies. After more than three days of preparation, I am near the end of my journey to create a hot, smoked, watermelon 
Devised by New York restaurant Ducks Eatery, the smoked watermelon is exactly what it says it is. Billed as a vegan alternative to a Thanksgiving roast, it is designed to look like a ham, right down to the charred glaze and soft meaty texture. I set out to recreate the smoked watermelon using a recipe from a Queensland watermelon farmer and played up the result for my colleagues to try. I'm eager to hear the verdict. But first, the recipe says I must hew the fruit into a rough approximation of a ham, complete with a scored top. The next step is brining the melon for three days in a solution of salt, cumin, and coriander seeds. It then gets placed yeah. It then gets placed into a smoker and finally baked. I begin the process in my small shared apartment, disrupting my housemates who are bemused but accommodating. Peeling the watermelon is quite easy. The pith is thick and grants me plenty of wriggle room. Cutting, it is worry-free and beautifully undelicate. I slough off rind melon, whatever. Anything I do makes it more ham-like. White splotches of pith and the fruit look like a marbled fat. I feel positive this will work. For the next two days, the watermelon sits in the fridge in a bath of brine. When people come over, I bring it out like an underwhelming Victorian curio. Here it is! It's the watermelon I have carved to look like a ham! What have I been up to? Not much, but I did carve a watermelon into a ham. <laughs> I take it to the office on Tuesday morning. I have an oven, but no smoker or barbecue in my apartment. Nomad, a fancy restaurant across the road, has been kind enough to let me use their kitchen. I will be in charge of the recipe and the cooking, and I alone will be responsible for the result. Parking nearby is impossible, so I take the watermelon on public transport. I cop a lot of odd looks because I have chosen a completely clear tub, and my watermelon looks like a brain in embalming fluid. This is my cross to bear. At Nomad, we load the sopping pink lump into the smoker. There is a buzz about the place. The resident smoke expert says he heard we were coming, so yesterday he tested a small slice of watermelon himself. The melon will take on the smoky taste quickly, being mostly water, but the key to color is time, he says. His slice was in for an hour and came out a bit brown. Not very promising. Then he tells me how disgusting it was. That is, of course, worse. Maybe if you smoked it with herbs or flowers or something, he says. But with just wood, it's no good. I leave the watermelon to its fate. One hour later, the watermelon looks exactly the same, except it's sweating. In desperation, I decide to deviate from the recipe. The char of the top. We sprinkle it with sugar and put it into a 300-degree oven. After five minutes, it has taken on the surprising amount of color. I baste it with olive oil. It glistens. I garnish it with rosemary. It looks like meat. After nearly four days of preparation and two hours of cooking, what emerges from the oven is plated up. Several excited colleagues join me for tasting. It looks edible. It smells good. But it isn't. It in, looks like meat. Yeah. In the end, the watermelon tastes, in the words of my colleagues, like an evil Christmas, an old packet of cigarettes, or simply regret. That was a message. It is the exact temperature of a human body that isn't doing so well. <laughs> Someone likens it to a warm sashimi or a piece of fruit that has been left in the sun all day. It's a hot, wet mess. The most positive reaction is that it's like baba ganoush, but with a watermelon aftertaste. Yeah. What kind of psycho thinks of this stuff? I, 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 saw I don't this, know. I saw this a couple months ago on the gram, and uh, I was intrigued. 
But everything I've read about it since then from people who aren't crazy vegans say that it's awful. And even, in fact, a couple of the crazy vegans say it's awful. It sounds awful. I love watermelon. Right. And I will, I will, I will slice it off the rind and, and sit down with a knife and fork and eat it like a steak. But like, I... To pretend that it's ham. Yeah, like, you're not supposed to smoke fruit. No, just... Never why, in the history of fruit has smoking it ever been a good idea. Here's the crazy thing. Why are you pretending? If you Just eat... It's watermelon. Just eat watermelon. Why do you have to make it look like meat? Because you want to have a ham-like substitute on a holiday. Just don't eat ham. That's right. what we do. They don't like ham. That's why they don't eat it in the first place. But why would you take a mostly water-based fruit and feel like smoking it is going to do anything to the water, the smoky water? I don't know. It's disgusting. I feel we should do this just to try it. I'm not going to try I it. I will hit it with a hammer before you can take a bite. What? You'd go Gallagher on it? I would go full-on no. Gallagher. Yeah, it would be hilarious, and I'd love it. And your Dude, I would be would so, bring me joy. I was so mad at you if you did that, though. What, if he Gallagher so you're not, it? Yeah, before we got to eat it? Okay, wait you a minute. You can do it after we all take a bite. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I just realized now something. You can eat it off the floor. It'll taste better. No! <laughs> I just I just realized that our listeners probably don't know who Gallagher was. He's the fruit yeah. smasher. Yeah, we know that. Sledge-O-Matic. I'm surprised I knew that, though. That's true. Mm. That was my point. He lives a cloistered life. He does. He, got, he gets out once a millennia. All right, Dan, and you got the last one? I guess. It's not even a story. Just it's, just read the headline and then okay. throw up. The cheese challenge. Why people need to stop throwing cheese slices at babies' faces. <laughs> uh, and then it just goes on to this article, which is kind of a conversation to oneself, letting you know that um, there's nothing going on here. There's no story. There's a guy who stole somebody else's video of throwing cheese at a baby and said that, oh, this is my video of throwing cheese at a baby. And then everybody watched the video. And then, you know what? Other people threw cheese at babies. And that's the whole thing. Come on, Internet. Like, they're, they're, they're putting it towards, like, oh, it's like the ice bucket challenge or the mannequin challenge. Like, no, it is just you throwing a slice of cheese in the face of an infant, like <laughs> so, it's I have not, a, so, so I have a challenge. There's no challenge. To wait, 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 no, 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 wait, wait. I have a challenge. What is that? Will you go home and throw cheese at your daughters? I don't have a cheese slice, and no, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a cheese slice. That's the number one reason. Like, if he had one, he would thought about it. <laughs> wait, so if I could get you some cheese, will you? <laughs> <laughs> you do this and record it so we can put it on the Facebook page at least. Because I think it would be no, hilarious. I don't think it would be because... Do you, what, 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 what? Is, what is supposed to be funny about that? I guess the whole thing was like the baby laughed. Well, like, I mean, sh- the sheer randomness of someone's like, I'm going to throw cheese at this baby. Like, that's completely like off the wall, banana pants crazy. Have you right. s- have you seen and any of them? And it's amusing yet? the first time, but for someone to start replicating that, thinking it would be funny the second time, that's where the wheels come I off the wagon. The, it's like I Saw th- Two. I think the uh, yeah, yeah. I think the biggest problem with this story is that people thought it was news to begin with. Yeah, I mean, there's so much going on in the world. How does this stuff keep getting? Oh, it's totally because of the baby's reaction. Desperation for a distraction. 
It's just the reactions that they get. Like these kids are just happy, normal, and all of a sudden this piece yeah, of cheese. Yeah, I'm just gonna go watch face. a video about a cat like reacting to a cucumber. It's just as funny. Right, but so, is I it mean, news? Is there a limit to no, the things that news. we can throw in the faces of babies, like baloney? I feel like that would get like a satisfying little slap. <laughs> you could do baloney. baloney. You could do sliced ham. Like various processed you, meats. You like. could do sliced <laughs> smoked watermelon. So basically, what we're talking right. about is uh, a charcuterie board. Ah, <laughs> so yeah. We're wh- start whipping at our kids. A steak. Right. It's a big old That's raw, of course. <laughs> yep, steak. Steak. No, you can't Where do that because people? then Where there's diseases and stuff. Pancakes. Oh, pancakes right. would be good. Syrup, but they no have to syrup. be cold. Oh, uh, no, oh, you gotta have syrup. Well, Toaster right. waffles, right? <laughs> and then put some Nutella on them for the international viewers. Mm, yes, yes. Why? Yes. <laughs> oh, people, stop! Just stop! Right. Just because some moron does it and you laugh once doesn't mean you need to throw like. Anything at your right. child. I also need well, to know, recreate this dumb event. I yeah, we, we live in an age that's void of uh, of originality, and uh, so we're we're just going to start copying whatever thing that we think might get the most uh, right. entertainment value from. Ooh, let's do like mail a twenty in your wedding ring to what's the address here? <laughs> yeah, let's like, do that challenge. <laughs> as long as we put challenge at the end of it, I'm sure we'll get at least a yeah, couple. Somebody's going to do it. The twenty dollar challenge. I want to do the dollar yeah. challenge. Everybody mail me a dollar. I saw that meme on Facebook. Like, oh, I'm going to get a million people to mail me a dollar and tell everybody how I made a million dollars on Facebook. Ha 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 ha. Are you? That's it. Are you? I don't think no. I don't think you're going to get one person to mail you a dollar. Like, come on. Remember people. back in the old days when they like you know that stuff was in the newspaper where like you know this kid had in Florida had terminal cancer and wanted the most Christmas cards ever and oh those still happen every so often yeah like it was a complete and total hoax though was what? it the kid was never dying of terminal cancer what if he was actually I remember one that was proved to be a hoax oh really yeah I was just trying to get in the Guinness Book of Records for getting the most cards in the mail or something that's yeah. stupid <laughs> wow not even like like anybody make a bunch like, of money like if anybody could ever compete with the amount of fan mail that Lucy uh, Lucille Ball got at the height of her fame I mean come on really right I mean, okay, I can't back that up. I just assume that Lucy got a bunch of cards. Well, and that was back when people wrote letters, so it's a right. record that's never going to be beaten. Or knew how to send something by mail. Right. Like, I don't do 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 people that have gone through high school within the last ten years know how to actually write and address an envelope. I don't think so. I don't think so. This is probably something that you should learn how to do. Right. That should be a class for how to not be a complete useless waste. Right. Adult one day doesn't exist. Mm-mm-mm. Curriculum needs to be changed. There's more likely to be an Instagram class. There probably is. How to get the most likes on Instagram or whatever Instagram? I don't know. I don't even go on Instagram. I don't know. I'm no. old. I'm old. I know, and I should go on Instagram. I'm a photographer, and should absolutely be all about that. And I really, genuinely don't care. I'm like split fifty fifty on following hot chicks on Instagram <laughs> and following like. Architecture, art, um, you know, historic buildings, and like National Geographic photographers, because I really enjoy looking at like some of the photography and you know, the old buildings and the architecture and stuff like that. But at the same time, I really—it's a terrible thing to say—but I really kind of enjoy seeing the extent that some people go through go to go to 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 achieve internet fame. 
Really? Oh, yeah. Like, it's genuinely entertaining so to me. you're just watching the train wreck a, that, of yeah, it's lives? Yeah, like, it's a bit of Schadenfreude. So, wait, and you're also um, sondering a bit, marveling at those people have this real life that they're trying to prop right. up and on top of a fake like, life. I, what I try to do, what, I, what I've been trying to do is, um, like, watch and see if I, can, if I can start picking up on the markers of when they're going to come out with that. Oh, I've just been feeling really drained. I need to take some time away from social media. Um, you know, take a break post. Right. Like, what are what, what's gonna what, when am I gonna how am I gonna be able to predict that coming? Because oh, okay. it is going to come. So, like, it always comes. That's the office pool. Yeah. Is, is when when is so and so gonna break down? Yeah. And, and do the pretend I'm not gonna be on social media, and then how long are they gone for? Right. Yeah. That's their whole life, man. That's mm. it. That. Did you see the uh, like betting in Vegas? Yeah, there's a thread. Um, boyfriends of Instagram. Have you seen this? Mm-mm. Where it's just basically boyfriends, like sick of taking eight thousand pictures of their girlfriend for Instagram, like and all her friends. Like all they do is like he just follows them and takes pictures of them, and they're all sick of it. It's called boyfriends of Instagram. Like the picture, yeah, the, the pictures of like the guy taking the picture of the girl in the bathtub or whatever. So he's like propped up on top of the thing, and he's like, you can just tell he, he's got to look at his face like he's just dead inside, like. Yeah, like, I'm sick this. of this bullshit. Yeah. It's when, when when the guy wants something more out of their relationship than a hot chick, you know there's something wrong. <laughs> You've right. crossed the line. <laughs> yeah, you got to be, like, bananas hot to, to put up that level of crazy. Yeah. Because like, there's a certain level of crazy and hotness. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, they, they, they rise in proportions. It's like a, yeah, it's, it, it's yeah. you can see the line. Just so how do they are the crazy there? So what happens if... For instance, they lose Instagram or Facebook, and this is what they've dedicated their whole lives to doing. What happens to them if the internet gets taken away? Oh, this happens quite often, actually. They um, fall with apart. Some of the, with, some, with some of the with some of the people I follow on Insta, uh, on the gram, um, they their account gets suspended or deleted because of some you know they got a little carried away with something and somebody reported it and bam your account's gone and then there's this whole like you know months later they've been gone for months you've you've completely forgotten they exist and all of a sudden it's like oh finally back on instagram finally got my account back it's been months but these are people who are trying to make a living doing this like they're trying to gain followers to become an influencer and they're trying to make they're trying to monetize their brand i guess quote unquote brand um and this is like their like their, their whole thing this is their this is this is an income stream for them it's kind of sad when that's your whole life i mean we if do you, th- if you can do it do it man right honestly for as far as a job goes <laughs> just I mean, I wandering around the world trying to be hot in different places is your uh yeah i mean like career. i can't even i can't even be hot in my basement i mean we know, Ken. <laughs> I know you know. But, uh, I mean, we do this, but we kind of, we just do this for fun. Right. We just um, we just come here and we talk about stupid crap on Wednesdays. I'm kind of in it for the cash. Uh, yeah, Dana, buddy. Dana's, yeah. All, right. Dana's all about the Benjamins. Right. Okay. The Lincolns. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to inform you. That's just sad. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Do you want me to play this? I really want to play this. What are you playing? Should I play but it? Is some, it part some cheesy? Part of it. Don't, don't. It's six minutes. You can't play the whole thing. Well, we can play the whole thing. What is it? Six minutes of? 
Oh, it's baby slapping? No. <laughs> right? <laughs> Do that like So this guy, for those of you who can't hear, is wearing like a brown tie and a white shirt, <laughs> glasses. Like it's very nerdy white guy. You've seen oh. him before. Now is he? Is this a PowerPoint presentation with laser pointer? Oh, no, pointers? no. Is he got like a paper graph and like a stick? He's got a whiteboard. Whiteboard. Four and ten. <laughs> I actually just saw this a long time ago. Right? The problem is it's super true. <laughs> is that four? Yeah. That's five and low on hot. Right. <laughs> like crazy line. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. Right. Here it comes. Jesus. Oh no. Go about it scientifically. Right? I mean, it's like fairly. Most of the time. A lot of caveats to that one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
what you're after. Below five crazy and above eight hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> That's a dude. Oh. <laughs> wow. You're probably talking to a dude. Oh, man. Oh. It's just our PSA for the day. Sure. It's our PSA Did for the day? Share that to the group. Yeah, I'll post that. We're going to watch that later. <laughs> That's funny. That was a good one. Thanks, Dana. So when we come back, in our state of Michigan, our current new governor, 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 I was saying it wrong on purpose the third time. Oh, okay. Um, has I can't tell. Decided to add a 45 cent per gallon gas tax. So... Local radio station came up with 11 uh, worse ways to help fix the roads than the gas tax. So we'll go over those when we come back. Okay, so gas taxes are happening. Yes. Possibly for us. Yes. Well, we will be paying a dollar extra per gallon of gas just for taxes. Just to, uh, to fix the roads. To fix our roads, apparently. So uh, one thing I read was reading about with all this was apparently Michigan has the highest weight limits for uh, like semi trucks and stuff. Well, that's because our roads are crumbling, man. Well, that's because that's actually what's causing them to crumble is because we allow too heavy of vehicles. Oh, we allow too heavy. You said, you said they had the high, okay. The highest weight. Okay. Get it. Yeah. We have the highest. We allow the most. Oh, Hmm. I find that is that per axle. What's the what's the what's the um, criteria there? Well, I, I can know, tell I, you. Every... I, I know that we outlaw certain types of trailer uh, configurations that aren't um, that are allowed in other states. Well, I can I can tell you from personal experience that every time I drive by a way station, it's closed. <laughs> <laughs> Every single right. time. I've actually, I, I've, I've seen I've, them open a couple I've, times. Yeah, when I when I used to drive seventy five uh, all the way down to Square Lake every day, um, I used to see the way station uh, just right by uh, Baldwin Road there, in, or in Township, open fairly regularly. Okay. Hmm. So Michigan, Never the northbound one. Always Michigan laws say a truck weighing one hundred sixty four thousand pounds can freely operate in Michigan only if it features eleven separate axles, each carrying thirteen thousand pounds. So it's, a, so it's a per axle weight yep. limit. Under federal rules, trucks that weigh 80,000 pounds can carry 17,000 pounds each on four axles and 12,000 pounds on a steering axle. 
But what? Yeah, that makes sense to me, for sure. So, federal rules say that your truck can only weigh 80,000 pounds. But okay. Michigan says you can have 164,000 pounds, which oh, is double, That's double the limit. I mean, if I'm understanding no. this right, I mean, I'm no but, expert on car weights and load not? distributions and stuff like that, but... That's a lot of. That's a pretty big difference. Yeah, that's a big difference. And I think that honestly is part of the reason of what's wrong with our roads. Well, that and winter. Winter. No, partially winter. Mostly, it's the freezing and unfreezing of water. Uh, so it's the biggest killer of concrete. Here's my experience with this exact scenario, though. When I used to live in Davison, Lapeer Road, between Vassar Road and Irish Road. Used to have a very, used to actually have a sign that said narrow bridge. Because the bridge got smaller. So it was actually only technically a one and a half car bridge. So as you were driving across that bridge, if the car was coming one way or another, one of you either had to slow down to let the other car go over the bridge first, or you would both have to move over so you didn't hit each other. Well, eventually they redid the whole entire road. Then about five years later, they decided to redo I-69. By, and they actually just shut it down. So they diverted the traffic. And this was because of a car ex, a semi-accident where a semi-truck uh, tanker oh, yeah. drove off. A chemical and, tanker. Uh, burst in the flames and basically destroyed a bridge. So they had to divert traffic from Belsey Road to go all the way down the M-15. We never experienced semi trucks on the pier road before, but within that two years of them being there consistently, they destroyed that road, that brand new road. Yeah. So then they redid it, and then they re came and repaved the rest of I sixty nine after the bridge was fixed, making traffic divert again, and it was destroyed again <laughs> within two years. Yeah. So I really do think it is partially this thing with these vehicles and trucks weighing too much. Right. So maybe, maybe those companies could pay something towards the roads? I think that you're correct. Maybe we should charge this them mm-hmm. and maybe just diesel $2 a gallon. Because you know what? Fuck those guys. <laughs> well, I mean... All right. But regardless of that, I have 11 ideas to fix the there damn roads go. that suck worse than the gas tax. All right. Thanks to a local radio station for this list, by the way. Uh, number one, start a lemonade stand. Yeah, well, you're making money, though. Yeah, but you're just making money and you're going to give it to the state to pay to fix the roads. Well, start problem. a GoFundMe. All right. Yeah. Say it's for the wall. <laughs> Say it's for the wall is a good one. It worked for that chump on GoFundMe. Right. Yeah. Everybody got their refund, by the way. Oh, did they get their money back? That's what they said. They refunded all so. of it and didn't keep any of it either. Wow. So they actually lost money because they still processed all that. Right. Uh, number two, fill all of the potholes with puppies. <laughs> well, that's always going to be worse, and there's a lot of potholes. Right. I don't even know if we could come up with that many puppies. <laughs> I don't think we could. Out there just breeding puppies, 
filling holes. I personally say we should just shovel, fill, just shoveling them like concrete. Just oh, it's cute. Yeah, it's cute. It's got a job crew. to do. <laughs> just steaming we just trucks of instead. What? And like the steaming trucks instead of asphalt. It's just steaming truck of puppies and they just yep. shoving them in there. Yeah. Uh, number three, volunteer your eldest able-bodied child for one year of sweatshop labor. Sure. Ken, would do what's that. your take on that yeah. one, Ken? Maybe we should finally do some work. <laughs> God, so lazy. Damn kids. Hippie kids and their video long, games long and YouTubes. <laughs> oh, this one's perfect. Start declaring them sanctuary potholes and wait for the president to build walls over them. Mm-hmm. There you go. That'll work. Uh, use bricks to fix the roads, which has always worked great for downtown Flint. Yeah, has. about that. <laughs> um, no comment, I guess, about the bricks in downtown Flint. You know, they make uh, a thing that you, know, you stamp the asphalt to make it look like bricks. Oh, yeah. We really need that we because really need those that. bricks are a mess. The city of Flint can't afford to, f- to to maintain them properly. That's the problem. That is a problem. It's all They're all sinking and chipping and breaking and... Yeah, plus I know, avoid driving it's my brick car on top of brick on top of brick for you know the last hundred and fifty years. Uh, number six, give up on roads and wait for your flying car. <laughs> the only problem with that is, is that most of us can't afford cars right now. Nope. So a flying it's a car gas tax on uh, jet fuel. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so oh Pete, sorry buddy. All right. Sell all of your old comic books, even though they're worth much less now than they were when you bought them in the 90s. That's not true. Fake news. Uh, do nothing and hope that climate change eventually ends Michigan winters so the roads stop getting messed up. It's heading that way. Mm-hmm. It's uh, heading that way. Put Although Flint's freeze-thaw freeze thaw thing has wrecked a couple of roads that I drive oh, yeah. regularly. Yeah, it has. They don't see semi-traffic, but they have definitely gone downhill right i'll put flint's mayor and city council in charge of planning and all road funds that would be tragic <laughs> actually you know what that'd be okay it would be like nothing it would be like nothing happened because nothing would get done right. they would just be arguing back and forth that's how flint politics works it's just arguing all right uh, send thoughts and prayers and hope they'll heal on their own. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and lastly, make major corporations in Michigan like the ones who names uh, rhyme with Murinal, Goaters, pay their fair share in taxes for one year. Yay. Damn straight. That's what I was saying. That's what I agree with, too. Pay your fair share. Pay your percentage. Stop these stupid... Stupid loopholes for everybody to just have money tanks. Right? Who's driving the trucks and making the money on the contents of those trucks? Right. It's not average citizens. Uh, not me. So so there you go. Eleven hey, other share. ways to fix the damn roads that suck worse than a forty five cent gas tax. I don't think that 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 uh, business one sucks. I no. think that's the way to do it. It's the only way to do it. I think that's the point. Oh okay. <laughs> so. Well, guys, Cam was quiet during the last segment, so yeah, he fell asleep. I wasn't. I wasn't asleep. I was just listening. Um, this is one of those. Uh, I don't know what we, negotiating tactics. I suppose we're supposed to call them now. 
it's like, you know, when the president produces proposes something absolutely crazy and everybody's like, oh, it's just a starting point. You, you, you put something crazy out there and then anything that, anything that, you know, comes after it sounds reasonable. Is that what you think this is? I don't, yeah, there's, I don't think, there's no way that's going to pass. It's just 45 cents in addition is a lot. Like, even I – like, I'm fine with, like, you know, paying my fair share – Oh yeah, absolutely. But my, when I saw that, I was like, "Wow, that's a lot." Where, my, my question is, where's all this federal money for infrastructure we were supposed to be spending when uh, when El Presidente got elected? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, where where does all this money that we've already been paying for this high gas tax that we already have going? Like, where's the transparency there? Like, we should know these things. Like, these should be available to look up. Like, you know, um, people in Michigan paid this much in gas tax and we use this much to fix the roads i do have to say though i do see a lot more highway construction happening at least well it's because it's the year of highway construction we're starting to get warmer no i mean in general like over the last i mean they just they've redone 69 from pretty much m15 all the way up now to um i-75 right and and except for that one section where it's, I guess, Flint's responsibility from Dort Highway to Hamburg. Yeah, and and in five days well, they're they shutting just, down 475. Dort Highway to Saginaw. Street. Repaving it. Is it just? I thought it was what? past it's done, Saginaw. It's, it's, it's done at uh, it's done it's done past Hamburg, just past Hamburg. So be like halfway in between. But um, you know that that new stretch of the new stretch they just finished is um, supposed to be some new experimental twenty year concrete. Oh really? Yeah, it's supposed to. It's supposed to be. It's 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 some new mix they're trying out that's supposed to be super, like twenty times more durable than what they've been using on the roads the last I don't know hundred years or whatever. Good. So I hope it works. We're, we're hoping this works out. By the way, that is a that is a there's a lovely stretch of road. I have to say. Yes, it is I very like, nice. Now. I drive it every day. Yeah, it's kind of great. And I like I, I even like driving it at night because the uh, the LEDs just make everything so bright. You know what I don't like about the, these roads right now, with our new highway roads around here, is the grooves when it rains. Why? Because it throw has always thrown up all the water. But oh. it's, it, it keeps it from pooling and it keeps you from hydroplaning. Yes. Yeah, but then it makes it so I can't see, so then I crash. Well, you've hmm. got windshield wipers. Yes, but it's like a almost blizzard, like sometimes where it's like. Well, stop tailgating people, I'm not man. Tailgating people. Good lord. Man. You're probably you're probably the guy that hangs out in the blind spot for like a semi, and gets mad because they're spraying you with water the whole time. Yeah, that is exactly what happened. That's not me at all. <laughs> Have to get off my lawn of automobile operators. <laughs> That's not me. I don't know, man. You have that look about you. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are you talking about? A look? I don't know. Oh, you know. I know from you, but not him. It's auto romanticism, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Ken did the interview with earlier. Yeah, sologamy. Sologamy. No, you're, it's not. You're sologacious. You guys are full of shit. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this week's edition of the Vlix podcast. Hopefully, you enjoyed it more than we enjoyed making it. Yeah. Twice. 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 Par- partially, because, you know, Jabo has to fuck up every so often. So. All right, guys, keep it real. Peace.